Did you hear the big news? We started a private university. We are rolling out a new design certificate program and a master's degree program along with our Design Suite Mastermind. We have new enrollment dates coming up for these programs. And if you want to watch a 10-minute video and learn more, go to designsuitecourses.com learn. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast and YouTube channel. Uh, today I thought I would talk about um, how I got started. If you've read my book, Design, um, Profit, and Prosper, you'll know that I talk about money and I talk about sales. It's something that we don't talk about a lot in design and instead we tend to focus on creating beautiful designs because most of us don't get into this because we just want to make money. We, we really love being fulfilled, we love creating art, we're creative souls. So that's why we get into design, right? But um, the, the interesting thing about the whole, whole industry is that there is a huge subset of people who call themselves designers who don't actually make any money. So it kind of causes a problem. I tend to call these hobbyists. It's because they are more interested in being designers or artists. You know, sometimes people use those interchangeably, even though they're two different things. And, um, and they're not making any money. For me, the whole reason to become a designer is because you'd like to, uh, you know, take care of two things at once, right? We want to be creative. We want to do all this beautiful artwork. We want to make amazing things. At the same time, we want to make money doing it. So thereby, we can do it full time. That, to me, is the purpose of being a designer, so we can get two things done at once. So just to let you in a little bit on kind of my journey of that zero to 100,000, I really like talking about this because very often, um, if you've heard, I've, I've gotten online and I've heard a couple of different uh, designers talk about how much they made. And almost all of them usually come in at 80,000 to 90,000. And it is mostly with contracts. And that makes a lot of sense to me. To me, the bulk, if you would like to get up to about that number, the bulk of that usually comes from contracts. When I only did scrapbooking, and there was a time period where I only made money from scrapbooking, even though I had a fabric contract pretty quick after, but you don't make money from that for a really long time. Um, I could totally, you, you can see on my trajectory, if you've done my free training, how much money I made. And a lot of that was contract money. Um, a lot of that was just the bulk money of doing a line and then making four to $5,000 off of that line. Some lines did about $8,000 back in the day, but that's a really typical for a designer who is a licensing designer. That's why I teach my designers that there are all these other ways to make money because um, first of all, if, if you've been online and you've heard other designers talk about how much money they make and you have also heard this 50000 to 90000 amount, it's because they are mostly a contract designer. I like to teach my designers that they have so much more capacity for making money and for those of you who have been on my um, on my free training, which is just KarinaGardnerCourses.com slash free training if you want to hear about, you know, the numbers that I got up to, I really believe that 
you can be up in the multi six figures if you have a better diversification system for making money. And that's one of the things I teach in Design Suite. I, I like all of my designers to be making over $100,000. And that's very difficult to do with contracts. And a lot of it has to do with the way that contracts are set up, the number you can actually design per year, and the way you get paid for them. So um, I like to teach that we can do other things to make money and that is a powerful way to actually increase income. So, all right, let's go back a little bit. So I talk about how I got started, which was um, I wanted to get started in digital scrapbooking. And that's because digital scrapbooking was trending. People were buying it online. So it just made a lot of sense to, um, to uh, get into into that market, even though I was a classically trained graphic designer and had just finished my PhD. And I had, during all that time, I had been doing all this freelance. I was doing packaging design for people. I was doing logos, um, any number of projects. I was working on those and making money as a freelance designer, which is something else I teach in my um, design suite because you don't know what kind of designer you really actually want to be until you've tried a few different types. Um, and, and just so you know, even though I do do some contracts, I consider myself a digital designer. That's where I make the bulk of my money, and it's where I find the most peace in creation. Like, I, I love the digital design process. So that's what I was getting into, digital scrapbooking, which is becoming a digital designer and selling those designs online. Now, you can hear that story in the book. You can hear it in a design boot camp, and I really dig deep into it. We're going to move forward past the first year where I made barely any money, like at all, hardly any money, because I was doing all the wrong things. And getting into the second year when I started doing the right things, I got one contract, which started bringing in some income, and I started really building out that digital shop and figuring out how to make money from it. And then I stuck to it and I stayed in my lane. I didn't go out and get a whole lot of other shops. I didn't go out and um, try to get a ton more contracts. I, I did get a fabric contract, but I knew that would be a once a year kind of situation. And so I, I, I kept myself in a single lane so that I was designing basically scrapbooking. That's really what I was in. I was just staying in that lane for probably a good five years to make sure that I could make money in that industry. And if you see my projections on my free training, you see how quickly I start rising because I was very, very strict with myself and I tried to only do digital scrapbooking stuff. Now, during that time period, okay, I did um, find that I had to move around a little bit to different websites because the first website I was on started to close down shop and then I started teaching classes. Some of you will remember this back in the day uh, on the Jessica Sprague website. It was the first time I was teaching classes and kind of figuring that whole situation out. And I did that for a couple of years. And some of you took classes from me way, way back then. And then decided that I liked teaching, but I loved designing. And that's the thing I like to bring to the table for my designers is that I'm not a traditional teacher in that teaching was my living. During all of those years, designing was my living. And 
I loved design. And, and after that, I became the creative director of a scrapbooking company, Cartabella. In fact, they built that company around me. And um, I've talked about it. I can't remember if I've talked about it on this podcast, but I have talked about it in interviews. What an interesting process it was. I don't think most scrapbooking companies were built the way that we built Cartabella and um, kind of that experience around that. But even before I ever hit Cartabella, that's when I started getting into multiple six figures as just a designer by doing all of these things digitally online. So if you want to get past that, you know, 50 to 90,000 and you're interested in that six figures, I cannot recommend enough getting into digital design. Now, it takes a lot longer than people think. That's why so many people drop out of it and they they can't make it work. They also don't understand number of products and they don't understand strategy. Those are the things I find that make it so that people get into this, they think they can do it, a month or two later, they feel like they haven't made any progress. A year later, they feel like they haven't made any progress. And it's just simply because you're not doing all the right things, right? So, and a lot of that happens because you don't have the community support to understand what you're doing. Every person is different. I will advise, in fact, we have someone in our program who um, is actually one of our community members now or our, our moderators now who her best-selling product is actually a physical product. And if you guys have heard me talk about it, I do not like physical products. I think they suck too much in terms of resources. However, based on the circumstances and her bestsellers, I was like, oh man, we got to go into digital or into physical products. So every individual works a little differently. And one of the things I, I feel like I need to say on this podcast and on YouTube, if you're watching me on YouTube, is very often people will go onto YouTube, they'll look at all the free stuff out there. And this podcast is free. I do this literally so that you can get more information about design. Okay. They go through, they find all the free stuff. And what they do is they go, okay, that must mean X, Y, and Z for me. And it's such generalized information that they may be doing the wrong thing. You might be doing the wrong thing. And you have no idea you're doing the wrong thing because every person really is different. Um, a couple of months ago, I did a live retreat with Design Suite. And I know I haven't even talked about it on this podcast at all because we've had so many things going on with the book and now we've got this new um, series coming out on YouTube with short-term rentals and the new lines that are coming out with that. Um, but I'll, I'll dedicate um, a, a podcast episode to Design Suite um, Retreat because we're doing two of those a year. Now, we have a large membership, especially for the kind of program we have. So we can only accommodate about uh, like... 10 to 15% of the membership in live retreats, which is why we do two a year in the hopes that those that can come can come if they want to. So it's a smaller group. And one of the things I try to do is spend 15 minutes with every single member so everyone can do signups and talk. And there are four or five things that I say over and over and over again. My members know it. In fact, I think Christy was making fun of me and totally did it. Like she pretended to be me and said all the things I always say, which made me laugh because... Hey, 
If I'm saying enough times, then hopefully they're doing it enough times. But one of the things that is so interesting is every person who came in, while they might have had one of the five or six things that I'm telling people they have to do that I can see on their journey, if they would just do, they would be fine. They would make the money they need to make. Is that there was always a little bit of a tweak. Every person needed something unique. Every person needed something a little bit different. And I would tell them, okay, this is what you need to do. And then I need you to do X, Y, and Z. And that's the power of really great mentorship. And I personally know this because I didn't start scaling my businesses until I got mentorship. And I, I knew that person, like once I did that and I saw myself scale, I was like, oh my gosh, this is the missing piece. When someone can come into your business and say very, very specifically to you, these are the things you're doing and these are the things you're doing wrong. And if you could fix these things, it would change everything. That's like 10 minutes that will get you on track in a way that you had no idea that you were off track. That will derail you for years if you don't make those fixes. And that's why I created the program I did. I very easily could have created a program where I just gave you coursework. I said, go, do, the coursework is good enough and you'll win. But I didn't do that. And this it's far more work for me but also far more satisfying because I get to see my members winning all the time. Like seriously on that live retreat, it was so cool because so-and-so was like doing this many sales and so-and-so was doing this many sales. They've only opened up for three or four months. And I said, now just multiply that time and the number of products and what you're doing and you'll see how much you're making. It's insane. I do have a formula that I like to use as I'm figuring out products. And the key for you to remember is 80-20, okay? Everything in this life seems to be 80-20, okay? And that is 80% um, of your sales is going to come from 20% of your products, okay? So if you are spending time paying attention to that, you're going to see what you actually have to do to create a great product set and to make money in this industry. All right, you guys, hopefully that was interesting. Hopefully it'll get you on track. Those of you who are really trying to get out there, get to the next level, I cannot recommend enough my mastermind. Um, we are, our main goal is to help designers make money. That's it. And, you know, I say that's it. That was, that's my main goal. The member's main goal is to build community, to help up-level themselves, to um, to definitely make money. That's definitely a huge piece of it because that's what we're not seeing out there in the industry. That's not what people are teaching. But they're, they're doing all these different things that then contribute to their overall lifestyle. We hear it again and again that the program has changed their lives. And it's not because I've changed their lives. It's because they've made the decision to change their lives. And if that's something that's interesting to you, I really recommend you come check out a design boot camp. And if we have those going on, we, we may not be doing them in future, but we're doing them right now at the time of recording this. You can go check out a design bootcamp. The other thing you can check out, of course, is that free training. Um, and I don't know if I've said this before, but if you are buying the book, if you've seen this, the book has a free workbook with it. So if you buy the book, uh, we've put a free workbook in it so that you can do the lessons, hear the, or read the video, or 
oh my gosh, you guys, read the book. And then every chapter has questions to help you answer and figure that out. It's totally free, okay? So if you buy the book, you'll see the link for that. So you can grab that workbook. But then we also created a, uh, it's not free, a masterclass to go along with it. And you can purchase that. And that helps me explain to you all the different pieces that I, I can't really go into depth in on the book, but I can do by just talking you through why we do the design process, why the good, better, best pro, uh, model works the way it does, why the three hurdles are bigger than people realize to get through. And so because of that, we can I can do that in a, in a video format setting so that you're getting kind of a lecture and lesson for me if you're in my university classroom. Um, so that you can learn more and gain more knowledge about, you know, the things in the book, which the goal of the book was to help you become profitable. And we do that in that masterclass. So you can go check that out as well. Uh, if you download the book or you get the book, um, you will see the link and that link will take you to information about that masterclass. Okay. All right, you guys, I hope you're having a wonderful day. I hope that April is treating you well. I cannot believe it is April already in 2023. And I hope that you are becoming profitable and you are prospering in your business. Hey, did you know that you can visit me at makeanddesign.com to learn more about this podcast and join my VIP group for weekly freebies? I can't wait to see you there.